0: Welcome to z Broadway, where you get the luxury of listening to your favorites on Broadway wherever you are,
1: with Eli and Ashley.
0: Make sure to follow us on Instagram at ZBroadway and check out our site at ZBroadway.com for updates and new episodes. Now please sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hi everyone! Welcome back to another episode of Z Podway. We are so excited that you are here today. We are speaking to the stars of the theater work, Silicon Valley production of Little Shop of Horrors, which is going to be running at the Lucy Stern Theater. I've already bought my tickets, and I hope you will too. And they open on November 30th. We have Phil Wong and Sumi Yu. Welcome!
1: Hi. Hey, thanks
0: for having us. Yeah, of course, I'm, we are. I'm just so excited for this production. So. You know, groundbreaking and inspiring, especially being Asian American. Um, and so I wanted to introduce you guys a little bit. So Phil Wong plays Seymour, but this is not his first time in the role. He played Seymour in the Hillbarn Theater's production of Little Shop of Horrors. Phil is an actor, writer, and musician from Oakland, California, and he has been a member of the Bay Area theater community since he was very young, and he's actively working to make his art more conscious, empathetic, relevant, and revolutionary. <laughs>
2: oh you've been reading my bio
0: <laughs> yeah i did a little bit of you know um in- internet stalking i guess yeah. um and sumi here plays audrey she's also played amazing roles such as natalie in next to normal laurie in oklahoma and marcy park in the 25th annual punton Co- county spelling bee and she's a graduate of elon university where she earned her B- bfa in musical theater which is amazing because i'm currently in the college audition process and so i'm totally going to ask you about that later on um um, and so welcome, oh, yeah, I'm so happy <laughs> that we're here. So, yeah. yeah, so my first Ooh. question for each of you is, can you tell us a little bit about kind of where you grew up, how you got interested in theater, and what led you to this production and kind of where you are now? Uh, either of you can go first, doesn't matter. <laughs> I go?
1: Mm, okay, I guess I'll go. Um, I grew up in Tokyo, Japan, um, and I got in... The theater because i have an older sister who actually uh lives in the bay area so she's coming to the show um because i was the younger sibling who just always did whatever the older sibling does so we both went to summer school and she had taken a musical theater class so naturally i was like okay i guess it's my turn to sign up for the exact same classes you signed up for took a musical theater class our show was once on this island juniors so that was my first show classic um, yeah, and I was a narrator in the show and I was like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. I love being on stage. I love singing. Um, so I got into theater in like middle school and then I, what was the next question? Like, how did I get, get to here? here
2: like, yeah. Like little a shop? little shop, I guess.
1: Um, I've been living in New York for about seven, eight years, um, as an actor and I, got this appointment from my agent and my manager saying they're doing a version of Little Shop set in San Francisco, Chinatown. And I literally could send you a screenshot of this email. But my response was absolutely yes. And if I don't get it, I will go see it. Like, <laughs> that's how excited I was about uh-huh. the whole concept. Um, so I wrote like, haha, let's hope we get it. And then, yeah, now I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's my story?
2: Um, I was born in Concord, California, and I grew up in Oakland. And I've pretty much been here most of my most of my life, um, in the Bay Area. Ventured out briefly to Ohio for four years to go to school at Oberlin, uh, and also uh, to Italy, also briefly to study commedia and stuff at the Academia in Arezzo, and then uh, mostly just been here in the Bay Area. And I started theater. There was always like school plays and stuff like that. That like I, I remember like from like kindergarten through fourth grade like the teacher picked the theme and then like fifth grade on like was variety shows mm-hmm. and I was so ready for that because I was always into musicals I had the um had a very eclectic kind of like taste my dad introduced me to like rock and roll and Led Zeppelin and stuff like that uh, my mom introduced me to um musicals i had, like the sarah brightman and Lloyd weber collection and stuff like that and my friends introduced me to like hip-hop and r&b and stuff like that so i like all of those things kind of coalesced together and um formed kind of my performance aesthetic or whatever i, I call it and yeah so when i started doing those variety show plays i started doing like scenes for musicals and plays and stuff and From there, there was a joint campus musical between the middle school and the high school that because it was like a K through twelve, and they did Grease, and they cast me as a seventh grader as Danny. Oh, and uh, and that was that was the beginning of like you know the head the ego swelling you know (laughs) bigger and bigger, um, and that didn't really pop until like college when I had to (laughs) actually audition for things, Uh um, and like uh, yeah, and then I started. Doing that all through college and then right when I got out of school I started working and I haven't really stopped working since. Oh
1: my gosh, but Asian Danny
2: Zuko, I got yeah. like, We also need to it... oh. revamp out. that
1: production. I was yeah,
2: so I in love with the Sandy. <gasps> oh and she was like a freshman in high school and <laughs> oh, I was like seven, thirteen or something. And like because of like, you know, it was a joint we couldn't like kiss. Yeah. Right. So all the kisses had to be like hidden by like other students going like, whoa, oh my god. <laughs> um but I was like uh, what if it, what if like we did one time? Um, but yeah, so like, so yeah, I did that at Greece. The next year, I did Pirates of Penzance in eighth grade, and I was okay. Major General Stanley. Yay. And then, uh, and when I got cast a uh, freshman, I got cast as Henry Higgins in My Fair Lady. I think <laughs> I probably <laughs> probably the only Asian Henry Higgins like I've oh ever, <laughs> like me and a bunch of like white kids. And I think, I think like, uh, Pickering was a black. Uh, black student and like it was just us we were the only people going okay. uh, and it was like it was pretty it was pretty fun yeah. um yeah and then here I worked at theater works I've worked at theater Works since 2017 um I did the four immigrants which was uh the original show that was written uh, written here by Min Kang and then last year I did the holiday show which was Wonderful Life and then while I was at OSF, Jeffrey literally called me and was like, do you want to be Seymour again?
0: <gasps> and I was
2: like, yes, I do want to be Seymour again.
1: You're like, of course, it's yeah, just the best show.
0: Absolutely.
2: I'll play Seymour till I can't play Seymour anymore.
1: <laughs> and fun story, when you were at OSF, you worked yes, with...
2: Gabby Labotka.
1: Yes, who, when I just did a show in St. Louis and she was my intimacy director and fight coordinator. Hmm. Um maybe the
2: other way around, intimacy coordinator, fight director. Fight director, yeah. Right? <laughs> I think intimacy director
1: is for film. Oh, there you go. So she's an yeah. intimacy coordinator and fight director, which, side note, awesome that we have that available to us yes. now in are So important. So Incredible. crucial. Um, And then what did she do for you?
2: So I was in a show called Revenge Song at the Oregon Shakespeare Festival, and they were the uh, assistant director and assistant fight director with you, Jonathan Tapo, mm-hmm. And it was... Uh, really fun
1: yeah but, they're, they're yeah.
2: great i love her
1: when this cast list like came out on like broadway world or something mm-hmm. i looked you up and then saw that gabby was our mutual friend and i texted my friend gabby and was like how do you know phil and she was like oh my god no, I no. like, we oh. Play? see more audrey like i
0: will come see the show
2: yeah i think they're gonna come out and yeah like, they're like uh,
1: in the process maybe of looking at tickets us. And yeah. i'm very
0: I know for me, I always love, like, finding the connections between different actors and different shows and just, like, because it's, you know, the theater community, it's so big, but it also feels very small. Mm -hmm. And so it's always cool when, like, things overlap or when people get to, you know, work together again or do kinds of things like that. Um, And for you guys, like, what was your reaction to hearing that the production would be set in San Francisco, Chinatown? And do you think it has, um, you know, an effect in how the story is told through, I guess in a way it's a new lens, um, just a little bit. It's a new setting and I think it's awesome. I love it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like the thing I always say is that like being people of color, being Asian people, like when you're on stage, your body is immediately politicized. Like you have, there is already something that naturally happens from just having Asian faces like mm-hmm. on stage and of course like as we've been discussing it like in rehearsal and stuff we're finding out little kind of nuancey things that are um, that kind of affect the telling of the story and stuff but I the first thing I thought about is that there's like kind of a mildly racist line in like yeah. one of the songs uh, where they talk about like the old Chinese man Uh, i was going to talk
1: about
0: that later yeah and they
2: go like chang Da Du, and it's like oh that's a little weird Uh, (laughs) like um i've always thought that that was a little weird and playing into that like you know the mystical asian man Mm -hmm. stereotype like the guy who sells you the the gremlins and yeah yeah it's like
0: freaking
1: Friday too, remember? Yeah, the the, it's a restaurant. fortune cookie.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so wild. <laughs> exactly. Um that, that 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 still is like a thing. And that I've seen right. productions of Little Shot where it's just like it's just not like addressed. And sometimes even like in the choreography, they'll do little like oh, no. squinty oh no. and like, Da do and it's like, <laughs> oh God, please no. <laughs> yeah, um but yeah Yeah. that was like the when because you were saying like what's the first thing you thought of the first thing I thought of was like Chang Dadu yes (laughs) (laughs) I was like how actually when it's a bunch of like Asian people like talking about it and it's in Chinatown Chang is just you know you know it's not like it's it hits completely different if it's a bunch of white people talking about it yeah and if it's a bunch of asian people talking about it we don't even have to change the we had like a really short discussion about it in the first read mm-hmm. we we're like should we say this and we were just kind of like why not because like we're it doesn't it doesn't mean the same thing when we when we do it
0: hmm mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it in a way, it just really normalizes it. It makes it not seem like this weird exotic man is giving me a weird plant that's gonna, you know, take over the world. It's kind of just like, oh, this is a person around the neighborhood who, you know, sells plants and does kinds of, it's just, it makes it okay. And it doesn't make it exoticized or, you know, just kind of strange. Um, And I really appreciate that the production is doing that because I know for me, just seeing like, or even different productions where pe- they put the urchins in a cheap or something like that. And it just makes it yeah. very uncomfortable as an Asian American person to watch mm-hmm. um, and just having it be like something that is more normal. It makes it a lot more comfortable for us as viewers and uh, probably for you too, as just the performers in the scene it doesn't make it like as awkward. <laughs> Cause you're like, it's okay, it's we're in Chinatown. It makes sense. <laughs> yeah um and for you both like how does it feel to just be representing Asian Americans in a show uh where we rarely rarely get to see ourselves um yeah
1: I mean I I get emotional every time I think about it because it's such an honor it feels (laughs) like to be able to tell the story with you know it's set in Chinatown and I just think representation not only matters but is like necessary for people to be able to see themselves in stories and arts and theater and so because I was so excited to see the show even if I didn't get it like I just know how much it means for people to be able to see someone like themselves on stage so I feel very honored I feel very grateful and Kind of along the lines of what we were talking about normalizing something i've loved about our rehearsal process so far is we're really making these characters relatable humans mm-hmm. we're not playing stereotypes of like the nerd or the like ditzy dumb girl like even even the dentist like there's like we're we have a resident therapist which is One of the coolest things I've I've ever experienced as (laughs) an actor in a show um, because we're dealing with difficult topics like domestic violence. Yeah. So it's, I love that we're approaching the story with so much care because I think people are going to watch the show and not only get excited about the representation they see on stage, but they're going to find ways to relate to the characters and the story being told because... It's it's real, even in a crazy world with a, a plant that sings. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I love that. Nothing we're doing is like tacky or like.
2: It's very uh, grounded. It's, yeah, it's, it's been a, yeah. It's been like rehearsing like a like a play play.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's really cool to be breaking it down and really discussing these characters and their history and how to go about it in a way that's real. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for me, the way that you've talked about it being very grounded is something I've noticed a lot about the show. Because I've actually I've seen the current off Broadway production five times, because I've just oh, been obsessed wow. with it. And I also saw like Conrad Ricamora in the role, which was just spectacular. And just, you know, he brought such a different perspective to it, I believe, than I've seen anyone else do it before. And just the grounded nature of Seymour, like he's just, you know, he's a scared person who doesn't really have a whole lot of self esteem. And just like, he feels lonely and how that's mm-hmm. such a relatable thing. And it doesn't matter if it's an Asian person playing the role. It's like everyone can see themselves in these characters, whether or not, you know, it's played by a different person of a different ethnicity than you. It's like, it's just, it's a show and it's a very simple show and a very powerful show as well. So I think just the fact that, you know, Theater Works decided to cast um, two Asian American performers, is just amazing. And perfect to me because i'm just so excited <laughs> yeah we're yeah. excited too yeah i know uh, and for you guys like how are you you know preparing for the show i know you have very long hours of rehearsal it seems like um and so like just what is your favorite part of rehearsal or what is um, uh, you know something maybe challenging that you didn't expect to mm.
1: Favorite part is Phil. No, stop <laughs> it. Honestly, this cast so far is just like very chill, and everyone's really honestly grounded and mature, and that can be a rare find sometimes when you do yeah. musicals, because mm-hmm. um, you can get all sorts of personalities. Musical people are yeah. wild. Exactly, exactly. Wild <laughs> is the word. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I've I've just been grateful that we've got like a good group of people. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, for me, something that's been challenging is our long days. Every theater runs differently, but um, we're doing one p.m. to nine p.m. and <laughs> I, I'm just sleepy after dinner break. So. <laughs> uh,
0: and for you, Phil,
2: puppet stuff is so fun. We've started kind of doing the puppet stuff in earnest, like the last couple of days, and seeing our puppeteer Brandon like really get into it and
0: mm-hmm.
2: get play opposite of this thing um has been really cool has been really i it's you know it's i think about like when you're on like sesame street or something like that and you don't look at the puppeteer underneath like they say that when the kids like or on Sesame Street, they'll always look directly at the puppet and they don't care that the puppeteer is down there. I and I feel kind of the same thing. I know Brandon's in there and I know it he'll come yeah. and you know open the mouth and talk to me every once in a while. But like <laughs> mostly I'm playing a scene with like Audrey too. And it's like really kind of cool yeah. to be to have a co-star be like a Muppet space plant. <laughs> um and so that's been that's been like my favorite uh, part of like the process so far. Um, I I finished a seventh month seven month long contract in Oregon, and immediately turned around and came here, mm-hmm. uh, and that was like um, that's kind of like hashtag actor life, but also <laughs> like um, it was rough because the the you know holiday show schedules tend to be very rigorous mm-hmm. because like everyone finishes their shows in October, you mm-hmm. get like maybe a week or so break. And then like the entirety of November, you're rehearsing every day and the entirety of December up until like usually the Christmas holiday you're mm-hmm. performing. So we got eight, nine show weeks on top of um, six show, uh, six day rehearsal weeks. And like, I'm just trying to find times to like exercise and to like center myself and like my ritual when I get home is I play Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild for about beautiful game, uh, yeah, incredible game. Um, new mm-hmm. one's coming out in May, I'm so excited. Uh, yeah, Breath of the <laughs> Wild, too. Actually, it's called Tears of the King. Yeah, <gasps> very excited. Um, so yeah, that's basically I get up in the morning. Uh, we both have day jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because you need them, you need yeah, them when yeah. you're an actor. You do, you yeah. do, you do. Um, so like I do my day job in the morning. Uh, if I get an early shift, I go for a run in between. And if I don't, I go directly to rehearsal and I feel a little cranky. Uh, and then, you know, rehearse nine, get home, save Hyrule for a second and then go to sleep and do it again the next
0: day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm sure like, you're probably so happy, you know, to be working as an actor, but it, I mean, it's no secret that it's extremely exhausting and just insane what you guys can do. And just those long hours of rehearsing, I know it's just, I mean, obviously, you know, you're doing what you love, but it's still like sometimes, you know, you're like, okay, I'm tired. Can I have a little bit of a break? But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm excited to see kind of what you guys are going to do in the show once I come and see it. I mean, that'll be like the coolest yeah, thing. Me.
2: Yeah, for real. Yeah, thank yeah. You.
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and do you guys have a favorite part about playing Seymour and Audrey or most challenging part? Either one. Okay, I'll start with favorite.
1: The one that comes off the top of my head is Being Blonde. So fun. (laughs) Highly recommend.
0: You
2: were living during the photo shoot.
1: I (laughs) was like a different person. I put that (laughs) wig on. And every time I take it off, like, I shed a small little tear. (laughs) I cooler blonde. So I know that's, like, a very, (laughs) like, cute answer to that question and not very deep. But it is very fun. I mean, that's, like, why a lot of us got into theater right like dress up is fun yeah (laughs) getting to play
0: someone else is
2: fun having a halloween like every day exactly come on yeah
0: yeah Yeah. Yeah. oh and most challenging or most challenge okay um for me what's what feels
1: really challenging is we have a we have a good good amount or i would say a handful of actors who've done the show before because especially like the urchins like they've done some of them have done like this is their fifth show oh my God. um so we have a couple actors who've done the show so everyone's pretty familiar with it or even if they've never done it like kind of like you a lot of people love it so they like know the music really well and i came into this where i saw the movie for the first time like three days before, <laughs> before rehearsals started and i do like suddenly see more mm. and somewhere that's green and the opening number but i like didn't know anything else so i'm it's just my own personal like Um, like mental chatter coming at me, being like, you know, like, oh, you're so behind, and everyone else knows their thing. But I'm giving myself grace that, like, you know, I don't know the show. Yeah, I, I I can tell that's like my own self critique, like to myself, trying to be like, why don't you know it? (laughs) But then my other voice, the angel on my shoulder, tells me like, you're new to the show. It's okay. I had a friend literally tell me like, you're Audrey. Like, ask for help if you need it. If you need extra time with the like um, music director, like, asked for it, like, yeah, okay yeah
0: no i actually didn't know really anything about the show until like Mm -hmm. last november when i first saw it on off broadway and then after that it was just like everything came flooding in i was like okay now i know all the music i know everything like i need to be in the show it just became an obsession (laughs) oh yeah once you learn it yeah
2: (laughs) it'll never leave your head
1: for as long as you
0: know no no and for you phil what is your favorite and you know most challenging thing of playing seymour Obviously, you've been um, in this role
2: for a while now, so, I mean, you've had a lot of- I played, Yeah, I've played once before, but Seymour, as always, like, this was the show that I had on VHS when I was a kid and watched it over and over so much that some parts have, like, lines and <laughs> parts in it. And, like, uh, I think when I was a kid, I wanted to be the dentist. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, because like, that seemed, like, really fun. And then, I like, as I grew up, I kind of identified more and more with Seymour, Um uh, no, he's always just fit really well for me. I, I don't have trouble playing him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I have a lot of, of I, I share a lot of personality stuff as far as like something that I'm working on in therapy and things like that is like uh, trying not to be that person who just kind of, but like some stuff getting like run over by life or people or, you know, whatever situation. And in a sense, Seymour's kinda like taking control of his life in this show, but in a very uh you know, not great way. Um but my favorite part of playing Seymour actually is like the the book scenes with Andre. Um, I love the little book scenes because he' has those crazy, wild stuff. and then our our just our tiny little scene mm-hmm. where you're just like, you know, stand up for yourself, get new clothes, Do all this yeah. stuff is actually a really fun scene to play every single time because you're such a responsive actor and such like a, and we're just feeding each other so much just from like mm-hmm. looking at each other. And I think we're very much on the same page yeah. as far as what their relationship is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not the like, there's, there's a schmuck and there's like a beautiful wilting flower of a woman uh who he has to like you know step up and be be a man and say hey. I think they're more on the same level than mm-hmm. like a lot of Seymour and Audrey's and like are negotiating and they are, they are like friends and stuff and have little cute inside jokes like mm-hmm. the football thing and yeah. stuff like that and like um that's been that's been really a joy of playing the book scenes you know yeah too um challenges um when you've played a role before it's very hard to not fall into mm. like old habits mm-hmm. i'm very much trying to do something different but there's always things like oh, i remember this worked last time i did it mm-hmm. and it's not this you know it's a completely different group of people it's a completely different conceit it's a completely different theater you know yeah. and like just being able to remember that like i know this show but like I don't know this show.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah.
2: Version of the show has been kind of like, oh, I need to stop like exhuming old choices mm-hmm. and like make be present because that's what you're supposed to do as, as an actor.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah I know and and you know it's I think it's been a few years I think for you since you've played him last so obviously as a person you you know you grow and change and so like you know your performance can change with it which is always really cool I think for performers to return to a role that they know so well mm-hmm. um and I yeah okay sounds good and I know for um assuming you like it's your first time really with um Little Shop and with Phil you know it's like you've known the show for a while but Um, how do you view the show differently now that you're in it? Is there anything that you've discovered now that you didn't quite know before? That
1: I can play this role. I love that you said about like Seymour comes to you so easily because you just like see yourself in the role and you relate to the role. And I feel exactly the same way about Audrey. And in a way, it's bittersweet to think I never thought that I could be Audrey because I just associated that role as a white girl role. So, Mm. like, I always knew I could sing the songs. I just never even allowed my imagination to go there of, like, could I one day be Audrey? Mm. So Mm -hmm. to be able to have this opportunity to play her, that's changed my perspective to be like, oh, I can be my own version of Audrey. Or from now on, I can just, if I get an audition or if I want an audition for something that usually isn't played by an Asian woman, I feel like now this has given me, like, the self confidence to be like, I'm gonna bring myself to this role, and mm-hmm. if they like it, like cast me. But either way, I'm gonna like it because it's my version. <laughs> yeah,
2: I should <laughs> say that like, even though this is my second time like playing Seymour, before I had auditioned for Seymour a lot because mm-hmm. I've always because the minute I got out of like school, I was like this is my one of my bucket list roles, really. yeah. and it took me seven years of like. Auditioning for various productions of Little Shop to actually like to to get it, mm-hmm. and you know part of that is probably me like maturing as a performer, but also you know I look back on all those productions like oh, they cast a little skinny white dude.
0: That
2: mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. mm-hmm. <laughs> so like yeah, being in it again has only just kind of reaffirmed that like yes, we can have these roles, we can do these roles, and okay. there is any barrier that is is in our way is is imaginary
1: Uh, it's just an honor to think about a three dimensional asian american character performing on stage because you know you think about like thoroughly modern millions like oh my god i can't even watch what's happening on that stage (laughs) so to think like that was on broadway you know not that yeah
0: and then but now look at our
2: boy francis Jew hey francis
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think it's just great knowing that, you know, I think for me, especially like I love this show so much, but you never see Asian people in it. And so for me, like seeing the casting announcement, I like freaked out so much. And I was like telling my parents and everyone around me, I was like, guess what? Guess what? And just like, thank you so much for, you know, inspiring me as a performer who hasn't really been able to play any big roles yet and just you know, that hope I have for myself um, for the future. And thank you so much for just giving me that uh, right now. And lastly- one last thing before I know you guys have to go Um, what should I eat before I come see the show because obviously you know there's like Chinatown and anything do you have any restaurant recommendations for like boba tea or dim sum or anything
2: so so it's in Palo Alto which is a little further from the Bay Area that I know Mm -hmm. but like uh, you're really close to Cupertino which is massive like Asian population. Mm-hmm. So pretty much anything in like a plaza there mm. is good. I find okay. I found that like Asian people like plazas. It's like it's
1: like
2: a, it's like a- restaurant restaurant boba place bakery karaoke <laughs> yes.
0: in a plaza
2: in a corner somewhere yeah. i was just in koreatown and i was like wow there's hella plazas here They're like <laughs> yeah, people love plazas i was like wait a minute chinese people love plazas right. yeah but i like,
0: know in la there's in la there's a million of them so yeah,
2: yeah go to yeah. a plaza and you'll you'll be good to go
0: okay awesome thank you guys so much for joining me today and thank you for all everyone who's going to be listening to this episode i am just so thankful to you both um for just inspiring me and you know just giving us space to use our voices to say hey we can do this as well like this isn't just white characters asian americans can be in these characters that are so complex and so just amazing so thank you guys so much absolutely yeah yes. yeah thank have a great all. rest you. of your rehearsal i know it's a long day but thank you so much <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye. thank you so
2: much for listening to this episode of z podway Remember to check out us on Instagram at ZBroadway and check out Phil and Sumi on Instagram. We'll see you next time.